Hello and welcome to Five Better Podcast. I'm Guy. I'm Jim. And in case you don't know what we do, this is a podcast where we choose one song each episode and then we try and find five better songs linked to a particular theme or something related to the song. So we've had in the past uh, changes, new beginnings. Yep. We've had uh, the colours. Yeah, colours in songs uh, like Coldplay's Yellow. Yeah. um, And uh, and various different songs. We did try something different last week. We experimented, didn't we? We did. We We went left field. Uh, not the band, and um, tried to do five worse, and uh, you can make your own mind up of whether that worked or not. <laughs> was, it, was it worse or better than any other episode we've done? I think I got completely hoodwinked by the fact that I was trying to find five worse songs than Cliff Richard, which inevitably made me like Cliff Richard, which I don't. So yeah. no one won. No one won. I won. <laughs> yeah, you won. And Cliff. And uh, Chris. Me and Cliff and Chris. Um, so that's the rules of the game. So between us, we've got um, we've got a lot of songs, but we're going to choose five between us, and then we roll a dice like this, and whatever number comes up is the song you choose. Yeah, and then we talk about the ones we have left over at the end, and any others that were close, uh, seconds, thirds, fourths and fifths, etc., so etc. Et it's fairly straightforward. Yeah, um, and uh, this. So for the podcast this week, we have, every week we have to think of a song, a song that is the base song, the song around which we plan the whole of the podcast. I use the word plan in the loosest sense of the word because <laughs> I just listen to a few bits and bobs and see what I can come up with. But um, so our base song this week, our starting song, being as guys just moved to East 17 in Walthamstow, I live in Walthamstow, so East 17 were the band. Um, and we had a bit of a result, actually, on oh, Twitter. Oh, we did, didn't we? So we put yeah. out on Twitter and on Instagram. Actually, I think this came through Instagram. We put out um, just a request, what songs is your favourite E17 song? And then we had loads of like, people replying and loads of likes about, uh, well, pretty much every track you can think, yeah. all the big hits. Uh, and then I was kind of really hoping and waiting for some, for someone because I added like Brian Harvey, nothing. Tony Mortimer. Nothing. nothing. John, the other one, nothing. John Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon, Nothing. Been dead for years, nothing. Um, but we did get a mention, and we got a reply, and I got a nice personal reply from uh, Terry Coldwell, erstwhile member of E17, still performing as E17. Yep. Um, and he said his song that he thinks is the best song they did is "Stay Another Day." Another day, E17 Christmas classic. Feels weird talking about a Christmas song in um, in summer. It does. I think we can get away with it with this one though, because this is apart from the bells, it's mm. not, and possibly the um, the uh, puffer jackets and, and Eskimo yeah. Yeah. for uh, necklines. Classic in the video. video. Um, not not really the the sort of something that you would really think about as a, as a big Christmas song. But it, but it is a Christmas song. It's a good Christmas song. It's a great Christmas song, actually. It's, uh, uh, I really like it. I like it every Christmas. Um, comes out, and it's a, it's a nice song. And then didn't Terry say something about why he wanted us to do So, yeah, he said that was his favourite song, so I cheekily asked him in, in, to why and sort of tried to get him into a bit of a discussion. And he, and he said, 
that they had around 25 number ones around the world, but only one number one in the UK. It was stayed there for six weeks. And it being a Christmas number one means every Christmas it's played all over the radio and TV. It's the legacy that carries on when I'm long gone. And he put happy days. And I've asked him if I can quote that. He said yes. I, I like quite the fact he said it's played all over the radio and TV. Instantly I thought of <laughs> ka-ching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very uh, about a boy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, completely. Um, um, but I mean, they, they well, they've had number one, 20 number ones around the world. I, I knew they'd only had one in England. 25, knew, yeah, yeah. I knew they were really big. And I, when I was growing up, uh, it was kind of boy band era, wasn't yeah. it? There was a lot of take that and... Um, uh, Westlife, no, not the, Boy, the Boys Zone, yeah, and that then merged in, became Westlife, or they bought some others in, or whatever. Uh, but it was really boy bandy. But we, me and a few friends, used to quite like E17 because they were kind of a, a sort of a dance act boy band, and they did write their own music. Yeah, they didn't they also were, look that polished, did they? I mean, in no. terms of like they looked fairly kind of ordinary. Yeah, I mean, I mean in a quite nice way, but. Um, I think Tony Mortimer is very talented. I think he's a really good musician. Yeah, he is. He actually he's, is, isn't um, he? Well, he, I was also quite surprised that he actually wrote the music and he yeah. played. I think you kind of got he did. He did pretty much everything. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that was the song that Terry Colboff me certainly recommended. So that's, that's, that's good. So that's, that's what we're going to talk about. Now, what's the theme? Ah, the theme, yes. So, we, well, it's the middle of August. So, well, the end of August, so we couldn't really go for a Christmassy type theme, um, no presents under the tree or something like that. Uh, so we went with um, Stay Another Day is obviously about someone's going, they're going to yeah. leave, so wants them to stay. I mean, it's it's quite a sad little song, really. Was it about, about his brother, wasn't it, who died? Like, oh, was Tony it? Tony Mortimer, um, yeah, I think it was about his brother who committed suicide. So I, yeah, yeah, no, I do, do remember seeing, I didn't know the song was, but mm. I remember seeing in a documentary that his yeah. brother had died. So we're finding songs uh, about leaving or something yeah, related leaving. to sort of leaving or people yeah. leaving or whatever. So we'll, we'll find five songs. There's, to be honest, there's loads. I know. I was <laughs> going to put a caveat into this. In this is what I find this really bad because Terry Caldwell has been good enough to engage with us on this, um, and this is a good song. And I like E17, yeah. and I like quite a few E17 <laughs> that's, that's songs. I think, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think are good, and I really like E17. I think Tony Mortimer is incredibly talented. I think all of them are talented. You know, Brian Harvey, he's mm. a good singer. Uh, he, he, bring, he brings himself to it, and there's like everything about it. And the massive but is, <laughs> there's hundreds of great songs written about re- leaving. I've tried to avoid though going like Route One with like She's Leaving Home by the Beatles. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that my list is kind of hopefully a little bit, as you said, left field. Well, I'm. I'm Soul Roots on a number of mine. <laughs> soul Roots is everything. It's going to be called Soul Soul Soup Podcast. It's a, I'm, featuring James Brown. I'm Robinson. kind of hoping that that's going to be my catchphrase. <laughs> if, if we ever make it big and famous, that way, like I'll have a T-shirt that just says Soul Roots. Soul Roots. I like it. That's you and Levi Roots could get together and do exactly. some sort of like <laughs> co-promotion. Reggae, reggae, Roots. <laughs> but that, that's my plan. That's I'm getting in there early as being the one who's got the catchphrase. Okay, so, Soul Roots. Hashtag Soul Roots. Hashtag Soul Roots. Right, okay, so... Um, so, yeah, only just to finish okay. that off, there's so many good songs that I really feel. That yeah. so, this song isn't a bad song. This is a great song, but I just think there's too many songs that are better. And we could have... We did try and think, actually, saving this one to Christmas, but yeah. uh, we got to go with what Terry said. Yeah, yeah. We, what this what Terry says, we Terry choose, does. Because yeah. I think there's other songs we could have got a theme where they would have. it would have been a close call. Mm. Um, I don't know yours, but I'm pretty confident with mine. We'll see. <laughs> six, potentially six, but um, yeah. we've got yeah two or three to talk about. Okay, um, 
Brilliant. Booze talk, booze talk. What you drinking tonight? Well, what we're drinking tonight now, we've actually been and we're splashed out. We have. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll put it away now. <laughs> it's We've got um, an American pale ale called Pale XX, courtesy of Clapton Craft. Uh, and it is a... What's it? I know it's American. It's American yeah, so I'm trying to work out who brewed. It's brewed in Hackney Wick, though, and canned at Howling Hops in uh, in London. So mm. it's nice though. So it's IPA. It's five point one. I'm finding it quite easy to drink. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna I, lie. it's got that kind of. Um, I suppose it's the hoppiness that you get mm. with ale, and there's quite a big kick of that. Uh, it is quite alcoholic, so I'm. A, I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> you, get a bit, you get a bit shouty later on. Um, this is nice. Now, I was going to bring to the table this week with me. I had what, what on paper sounds like the worst drink ever. It's a pineapple milkshake IPA. Mm. Right. Pineapple milkshake mm. IPA sounds like the devil's work. Yeah. I had it by Black Sheep Brewery. Delicious. Gadicious. Gadicious. <laughs> it's not even delicious. It's gadicious. It's gadicious. It's good, delicious. It was brilliant, honestly. And I think they sell it in Asdale or Morrison. So next time you go down there, get a can. It is so tasty. I think it's partly because you think it's sort of kind of fruity, you can drink a lot of them. Right. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, try is that. Is it milky as well? That's a, it's I'm a, not, li- I'm it's a little I'm bit. not too worried about the fruitiness because right. I quite like those... those uh, Brewdog do the grapefruit one. Yes. Uh, the Irish like that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I've had, I'm sure I've had ones that have a bit of um, uh, fruit juice in them, yeah. like pineapple. No, that's before, not the issue. It's nice it's and the, smooth. It's the, it's the milk yeah. that worries me. Oh, no, the, no, no. That, that's kind of, yeah, so it's not really common. Like, it it's not like prevalent. A, it sounds like a pina bloody colada. Whoa. Maybe that's why I like it. Mmm, tasty. Pina, but no. pina colada song, that's kind of in an odd way about leaving, isn't it? Didn't we talk about that? No, it's, it's, no, no, that's the Agadu. Oh, no, so, oh okay. The Pina Colada song is the one where he goes, uh, he, he, he doesn't like his wife anymore, so he writes a lonely heart sad, and it, it, if you like Pina Coladas, take a yeah, water yeah. thing, and it lists all these things, and then he goes to cheat on his wife, and he turns up, and it's his wife sat at the table, and everything's all right again, and it's, it's like just this really <laughs> odd song, it's that, and it, it's got the, the last verse that. There was my old lady sitting at the table, whatever. It's just like it's really cringeworthy. No, I'm thinking 70s. of um, Barry Manilow, Pina Colada. Yeah, he mentions Pina Colada, doesn't he? No, no. no this one's if you like Pina, Pina Colada. Colada. Yeah. it's really quite. It's really quite cringy. So, uh, well, no fruit, but fruits in sort of IPAs don't really work. Although I had a drink the other day, I had the. Um, uh, brood, not brood dogs. The ones Beaver Town. Oh yeah. Uh, Possibly nickel, and uh, I was at the bar and someone had it, and he, and he was like, "He goes, oh, you know what would improve that?" I said, "What?" He goes, "Slice of orange," <laughs> and I went, "Really?" He went, "Yeah, look." So he had it in his. He went, "It's a game changer." I wasn't brave enough to take it on, but uh, it's, um, I'm, I'm going to try it next time. It's um, uh, maybe fruits. That's the way forward. Fruit, it's like fruit and uh, IPA. What was that? Ho Ho Garden. Ho Garden, yeah. You used to put lime in, mm. didn't you, in the top? So, and I suppose lager and lime. Yeah, you know, yeah Corona, yeah. bit lager, you put the lime. Well, citrusy the... hops, isn't it? So it's kind of um, it should it should be all right. But, but pineapple, honestly, pineapple milkshake. I'm all over it. All over that. 
But yeah, this is nice though. But this is good. This is a drinkable pale, pale XX. End of the summer. Here we go. Right, okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's booze talk over with. Let's get on with it. So I'm going to roll for you, Jim. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Five better songs can be fine than Stay Another Day. I've got my list. Go. Okay, right. I'm going to roll for you. Jesus Christ. Jesus. And it's six. A six. Uh, okay, this uh, going in big then. All right. Um, this, I'm going for a song and by two artists because I couldn't decide which was my favourite version. Um, you got to talk about one of them, though. You can't talk about... Or uh, well, I'm going to talk about the original okay. version, right. um, but I'm going to mention the uh, the other one anyway because he's one of my favourites. Uh, okay, so the song is Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by... Uh, uh, Green Day. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. Good riddance, time of your life. I think it's a great tune. I think Green Day are great. Mm. Um, uh, Green Day were a proper punk band when punk bands had gone away. Um, and uh, they really sort of get like they just they were just very they were alternative without dripping into that alternative scene that was going along, which was a bit more thrashy and a bit more um, uh, heavy duty. And this is like there's something about this. I think this is just a f- the end song. Right. It's uh, you know it's it's all everything's happened and now it's gonna. I hope you had the time of your life and it's that good riddance to it all. I'm done with it. That's it. I hope you're happy, yeah. kind of thing. And it's all finished and it's all ended um, and everyone has either left or gone or that's, that's kind of how I'm crowbarring the link in there with this. <laughs> but, um, but, it, but it is that kind of thing. It's, it's endings and leavings. And, and, uh, um, and what I also love about this song, and I think it makes you want to listen to it more and more, is it's two minutes, 30, so, 30 seconds. Mm. So it goes really quick and then it finishes. And you think, oh, bloody hell, that was really good. I've got to listen to that again. Isn't it just him as well on guitar? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Him, yeah. So and like it, does, sort of it starts off with him and then it kind of kicks in a little bit more as it, it, like with mm. uh, more accompaniment later on. But it's uh, And then the cover version of it is Glenn Campbell on uh, um, Meet Glenn Campbell. Oh, yeah. And he does just a he brilliant... It starts really with poignant him. version, Yeah, he? and it yeah. starts with him on the guitar... And then the rest of the band kicks in for yeah. the second verse. And again, two minutes thirty. You can't. Uh, this song, I don't think you can play this song without having to listen to it two or three times because it's that good and yeah. it's that yeah, short it and yeah. it just like smacks you in the face and goes, "Here we go. This is a good song." It's twenty-two years old as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's a long time ages, ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, remember yeah. working in. I remember working in um, Burger King. Uh, and uh, one of the guys was really into Green Day, and I'd never really heard of them. Uh, and things like America, I remember sort of seeing American Idiot yeah, on yeah. MTV and kind of glossing over it because it's like there's this guy, there's this guy who looks like he's trying to be in a punk band, yeah. and he's an American bloke, and I'm not going to like that. And <coughs> just kind of doing that classic, uh, not realizing that they're actually very good at what they're doing. And I think the issue, excuse me, the issue I had with him. Was that was exactly that? I didn't like the, the punk look that he mm. had. He's got sort of green, kind of spiky hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his kind of Johnny Rotten look. And I think I never kind of liked that sort of skater punk. Yeah, that's look, what it was. It what, was that kind of at skater that era. Punk I didn't feel. really kind of find. But they it. weren't actually skater punks. 
they were punks. And if you listen to a lot of their songs, they're v- they're very um, anti what's going on in America at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, they did, they've done a lot of very, um, um, songs. Yeah, yeah, they're very political, and mm. it's like it's a real rebirth of punk that is actually very good. Uh, and this is, you know, this is uh, for and me. They became really big, glory. didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they were didn't massive. Because MTV had them on loads, didn't they? And they were, I think they were on every sort of possible kind of like music yeah. awards show on show. They'd always play, I guess, because they're pretty good live. Yeah. Um, it's a really good song. The only thing I'm going to say about this song I don't like, and it has nothing to do with the song or you or your choice, <laughs> it was that uh, my old neighbour upstairs used to play it constantly, <laughs> but always at around sort of 11, 11.30. She'd been out. I think this reminded her of someone and, and it, it was on it was a constant <laughs> someone who <had> left <laughs> she was singing it the whole time I think she's wailing at some point so um, My, the only thing I'd count to you with that is th- when you lived in uh, a flat on uh, yeah. Fern Park Road yeah. your neighbour upstairs used to read you <laughs> regularly come down and complain about the level you were playing music <laughs> At four o'clock in the morning. Well, that was just any old. No, <laughs> that was the crap. Yeah, <laughs> usually the darkness. I think. Yeah, it was uh, the that, darkness. It was the darkness. Yeah. Um, I like the, the lyrics. Something unpredictable. Mm. I think it really scans quite well. Do you know when he sings it? Do you know what I really love is the way he, say, he sings. Uh, I hope you had. He doesn't say hope. He uh-huh. says I hope you had. It's almost like he's got yeah. a blocked up nose. And I really like that. <laughs> is it better than staying of the day? <laughs> Of course it is. It's a really good song. It is probably their famous. It's their most famous song, isn't it? From, of theirs. Uh, that and Amer- uh, the only one, other one, American, I can idiot, think of, American yeah. idiot. And, but uh, what you said about Glenn Campbell covering it, you, you could easily see that being recorded by someone of, of his era. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could, couldn't you? Oh, definitely. It's I just think a, it's, such a well-written it, song. Yeah, I think it's a, it's uh, timeless yeah. in in its lyrics and the music. The mu- musically, it's mm. uh, it, well, it's just simple as well. Yeah, it seems like a song that's just been written. And it was there to be sort of discovered. You know, some songs is perfect. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think time-wise, it's, it's pretty much bang on. And I, th- I do, I'd, I'd put that on here. Anyone listening to this podcast, go and listen to this song, either version. Yeah. And uh, if you don't have to immediately listen to that one again, you'll at least have to immediately listen yeah. to the other version because it's that good and that short that you just want to hear, you want to hear more of it. Le- always leave them thirsty for more. <laughs> George. George. <laughs> okay, there we go. One okay. nil. Oh. Big start. I like Stay Another Day. It's, good. it's a really good song. Oh dear. Dos. Number two. Okay. This is a bit left. This is what my this is one of my left field tracks, which I'm not sure anyone's gonna either have heard of or care about. <laughs> And is it Rufus Wainwright? Unfortunately, Wayne, you're going to be the judge of that. No, it's no one, no, not even that well known. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the 1960s crooner Gene Pitney singing 24 Hours. While I was driving home and I'm not the same anymore. Oh, I was only 24 hours from Tulsa. Twenty-four hours from Tulsa, Gene Pitney, the song that probably made him big. Um, it's certainly one of his first sort of number ones, and one of the biggest hits that he had. Um, well, that he had. It's always on his greatest hits album. Now, I've got to be honest. I've got obviously a, a bit of a. This is kind of. It's not quite nepotistic. Well, it kind of is nepotism. My my dad was Gene Pitney's musical director for about thirty-five years, so I've known Gene Pitney. I've met Gene Pitney. This I'm, is the only reason I like <laughs> you. So. <laughs> um, I've. Yeah, I, I love Gene Pitney. So, um, and partly because obviously 
yeah, well, there's a family connection. My brother played with, with him as well on tour. I was even on tour being the merchandise manager, <laughs> and I gave myself that own title of just basically it was me selling a load of old <laughs> dodgy cassettes and vinyl, and then CDs. Um, so yeah, this song. Well, first of all, why is it about leaving? Well, the lyrics of the song... <laughs> I, I had an argument with my wife about this because she was quite adamant that this is a disgusting song. You can't put this into the podcast. This is about a song who's apologising and basically breaking up with someone, potentially his wife, saying he's met someone and he's never going to come home again. And he's basically met a girl at a motel um, and he said, look, I'm sorry, darling, 24 hours, I'm 24 hours away from home and I'm not going to come back because of this girl he met. Oh, right. I didn't, yeah. Having not listened to the lyrics properly because I thought it was... I'm only 24 hours in Tulsa. I'm only one day no, away no, from your home. home. But then, for me, yeah. right, this is my problem with Go this on. song. And it's not a negative for the song. Go on. It was used in an Esso collection thing, it was, commercial. It was, And yeah. I ca- only 24 toasters from Scunthorpe. That's it, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's that I can't decide if I will have a diamond ring or a drill. So I don't know what the bloody lyrics are because that's all I hear whenever I sing. One so day it, away from it, your heart, it starts with Dearest Darling. I'd just like to say that I won't be home right. anymore because okay. something happened to uh, me okay. uh, while I was driving home and I'm not the same anymore. And he saw Welcoming Light. So it's always got connotations of like, hmm, what did he actually get up to? I think basically what he got up to, yeah. He met a waitress and. Twenty four hours from Tulsa was uh, was was going to stay that way because I think he ended up staying with her and leaving, and then that was it. He drove off. Don't know who the protagonist is. Don't know who the main guy is in the, in the story. Don't know who the person is he's met. Unsure if it's his wife he's left or it's someone else. Um, and so yeah, and like you, Jim, when I heard it, I've, I'm always straight into music, so I, I didn't mm. really twig about the lyrics till sort of not recently, but like so much years later when I grew up, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what the song's about. Um, well, okay, so that's that's the sort of the intention of the song. So it's about leaving, and he's off. <laughs> um, it's a Burt Bacharach and How David song, right? So Burt Bacharach did the music. How David's done did has done the lyrics. Uh, obviously, Bacharach is famous for writing some of the most con- hundreds, hundreds of, of better <laughs> the than songs, songs of, 20, of the twentieth century. So um, isn't it him and uh, who's the uh, Bernstein, Leonard Bernstein, yeah. are responsible for pretty oh, much. The, the, I mean, honestly, and he's still touring now. He's like 92, yeah. I think, um, Burt Bacharach. He did a thing recently in London. Um, and this is one of his songs that he's, fa- he's, he's, he's famous for, because yeah. this is, one, you know, it's early 60s, and, uh, you know, this is him and Howard David wrote no, numerous songs for Dusty Springfield, etc. Uh, the Carpenters. Thomas, Rain Jobs. Yeah, l- thousands of songs, like hundreds of thousands of songs. Um, this song I like, because actually it's got a really nice feel to it. It's got a bit of a hint of... Um, do you know the way to San Jose feel? Yeah, sort of bottle yeah. over feel to it. Yeah. So it's quite interesting, sort of like just feel, because it's not a song that's uplifting. It's kind of like a breakup song. Uh, it's got the horns kind of almost echoing or yeah. mirroring him. I like the sort of punk, the punctuation of his voice as well when he's yeah. kind of dearest darling, and it's kind of just quite snappy. And it's the, it's a different song. It's, but it's the tease in t- mm. 20, 24 hours from Tulsa as well. Everything. Yeah. It's very. Uh, there's it's a lot of staccato yeah, yeah. starts or. Um, uh, alliteration a, type a plosives that's yeah. what they're called as an English teacher I should know that but well plosive sounds at the start of words mm. and, it, and it does that really well the bit I really like in the music is na 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 it's almost like Jaws it's but it's also, and it's also a sense of like because I think it's, it sounds almost like this song's at night uh, I sort of think of a guy who's yeah, on yeah, a motorway yeah. kind of yeah. or freeway and he's driving home at night or he's driving at night <laughs> he's at the motel phoning <laughs> In the rain. And I think that kind of the sound is almost like the car horns. But it's also got 
interesting musically. You've got the trumpets kind of coming in. It's got the the strings take off. There's almost a Hawaiian guitar at the beginning, uh, kind of a really sixty sound. There's kind of the backing vocalists, and then at the end, it's kind of it's also a lot of repetition with the song in terms of music kind of mm. riffs that kind of come back, particularly the da 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 da. So for me, it's I think it's one of his interesting songs that he did. Gene Pitney. Um, I, like, I like the way it kind of almost stops and then restarts mm. at, at the um, start of each verse. Yeah. It's like it kind of goes verse, chorus, and it, only, it almost stops. And then, and then well, they don't do it. It doesn't go straight into it. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's almost like the whole thing stops and it goes, right, that's that bit. Now I'm coming back again. And it's like, it does the second. It's also got, I think, an out, the storytelling of it is quite sort of musical in terms of it's like musical theatre. Mm. So you can quite imagine this song being suddenly musical. Uh, particularly at the end where it kind of just all breaks down and I'm not going home again. Yeah. Um, and it kind of ends nice and crispy. It's got, it, again, it's that 60s kind of Baccarat kind of um, great sort of piano playing sound. I, yeah. I think it's a brilliant song and obviously I'm slightly biased but um, uh, it is about leaving. And it's Burt Baccarat. I mean, I, I don't know what <coughs> else I could say. Tony Mortimer is a really good songwriter and has written some of the greatest songs in the 90s but Burt Baccarat I think this I'll is get, in his songbook. I'm, I'm, I'm giving us a bit of a way out here with with the songs that we're choosing, in the fact that we're having to go for these really big time mm. classics to make sure that we're going to win. Um, mm. So that that does sort of, you know, we're talking about E17 amongst these these yeah, people. Yeah. So that's some kudos there. I yeah, think. totally. I mean, ultimately, this is a better song. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's it. it's what I'm trying to get around <laughs> to in the nicest possible way but this is like I uh, if I'm honest I know two Gene Pitney songs yeah uh, this and uh, something getting in hold of my heart with, uh, with Mark, Mark Olmond McCormand indeed um, McCormand yeah. Scottish <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, yeah I, I, it's a good song it's a great song this is mm. it's, it's clearly a better song it's good I like lots of the musical bits of it. I must like the music because I don't know the words. I only yeah, know the, yeah. the the refrain and then I slip into the... This, this was always SO the song he started his, his set off as well when he played live. So S um, SO Points collection from the 1980s, yeah, I believe. So, yeah. And the uh, bloke did the kick. <laughs> Can't decide if I will. Well, Town Without Pity, his other song, was used in, I think it was Look Who's Talking when he... I think it was John Travolta was dancing around in the... Or, or is it Kirsty? Ali, Ali, one of the one of the two, those two, dancing in the kitchen um, to the baby to "Town Without Pity," which is another Gene Pitney song. Um, it still gets used. The reference is it's always there. It's in the popular consciousness. Well, uh, you know, the, when you've got a song this good, you're always going to be in the popular. Yeah. In the, uh, you know that this is a song that he'll be remembered for in the <laughs> same way that East Seventeen will be remembered for this song. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a bit of a link there. There you go. Well, there we go. Well, that's that's two nil. <laughs> two nil. Oh god. god. I'm trying to salvage it. But... <laughs> I'm getting a sweat on. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm running. I'm running for you, Jim. I might just step into another beer. Mm, go on. Yeah, hello. Oh, okay. We're moving off from what we're drinking. We've, we've changed to. This we chose. We chose this purely like when I choose. Can I go like dog racing? I choose Jesus. based on based on the name. Okay, you've picked up the wrong one for me, and I've got a super sprout oh. that's 7.4. Oh, okay. Well, I must have a bit of mixing. You're going to have to mix and match, otherwise <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in a shocking state of affairs. 
Okay, this is the Sprat Waffler, another Session IPA. What have you got, Jim? I've got the Super Sprat, which is the Session in the park with your pants on your head. <laughs> this is sniffing glue. <laughs> this is from Time and Tide Brewing, Brewing in Statenborough Farm. Fr- oh, fucking hell, I can't say it. Statenborough Farm, Kent. Where is that? We're flying. <laughs> uh, I, t- I, t- I don't even care. This is going to be awful. <laughs> Um, well, t- it tastes all right. It's all right. <laughs> L- licking a homeless man's armpit. <laughs> isn't it? Is that the picture of the uh, the guy in the can? <laughs> it's the same picture. That's why we've been duped. Wait, it's the same. No, oh, my one, your one's sitting comfortably. My one's falling off. <laughs> the you, your one's had seven point two percent drink. <laughs> well, the sprout waffle I've got the three point seven <clears> is is. Just fairly straightforward. Have a go on that. That's all right. Actually, there's not much difference, is there? There's not that much difference. You can taste Mm. there's more alcohol in that one, though. Anyway. Okay. Roll for you, Jim. Here we go. (coughs) So, two nil. I digress. Number two. Number two. Okay. Soul Roots. Ooh. Soul Roots, here we go. Uh, the Don of Soul Music, not the Godfather, the Don, Otis Redding, Mr. Pitiful. Okay, there we go then. Otis Redding, Mr. Pitiful. Uh, brilliant, 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 brilliant tune, brilliant singer. Um, uh, everything that I enjoy about soul music. It's got big trumpet, big horn, uh, big voice, and uh, driving drums into the mix as well. Uh, why is it about leaving? Uh, they call it or loss or whatever. They call him Mr. Pitiful because he's lost a girl like uh, like her. And it's kind of uh, it's a. I know you're not going to take me back, but I wish you good i'm pitiful for what i've done um so can i ask is he left her no she's no she's dumped him because he because i lost a girl like you (coughs) okay yeah um and it's really a a few episodes ago we had um uh the the beatles with uh um oh i forgot I was going to say Hard Day's Night, but it's not. It's, uh, um, Which one? Did, um, did I choose it? Yeah, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, um, Twist and Shout. Twist and yeah. Shout, that's yeah. it, that's it. So it's that 7% super <laughs> sprat. Um, and and you, uh, your phrase was the John Lennon's voice in this. Not only does he uh, nail it, he buries it. He <laughs> thrashes it <laughs> through the ground and uh, takes it to the... Like, it just, it's just a really good... Uh, Vocal on it. I don't, think I, think, sorry, I don't think I've ever heard Otis Redding not do. No, good, that's what I'm going to say. Not do Otis bad every time Otis Redding does a vocal, it is filthy. It is absolutely <laughs> filthy. It is like if you want to hear sexual sexuality in a voice, that is what Otis Redding brings. It's like he's almost having sex while he's singing. That's how raw and guttural. Mm. And fantastic his voice is. 
and that's why it's everything for me with with soul roots with Eric's reading i didn't know so i'm, <coughs> I'm looking at the history of the song it was first of all december 1964 yeah um and it was written by the guitarist steve cropper mm-hmm. and, and him yeah, and it was in reply to a, a, a radio DJ who nicknamed Reading Mr. Pitiful because he's sounding pitiful when singing ballads. <laughs> and so it's almost like his response to it. Recorded in ten minutes. There you go. Six. Well, that's pretty. That's pretty nifty, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's like four listens to uh, Time of Your Life. Exactly. <laughs> Done. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's just. Uh, that's just ridiculous. That just. That just. It's like. The, Quality musicians having mm. a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, and, and doing what they do best. Uh, and Steve Cropper, obviously, he, he was um, the guitarist in uh, Steve Booker. the Colonel Cropper from uh, did Fried Green Onions. Yeah, Booker T and the MGs. Booker T and the MGs. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Wow. Um, and he also appears in the Blues Brothers as uh, um, one of Murphy, mm. one of the band. In because uh, they, they like this the best thing, brilliant thing about the Blues Brothers is the band. Are all oh, top-notch brilliant, yeah, top-notch yeah. soul musicians and and like blues musicians, and they just you know the, it, that's why the music is so good yeah. in the, in the whole thing. Do you know what? I've not watched that for years? The Blues Brothers. And I know you're a big fan of it. Yeah, um, I remember watching it about three or four times when I was about 13, 12 and I still probably can't remember too much about what the plot. Was. I know they're trying to save an orphanage, aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah. they to save an orphanage. I don't know why they keep going around and singing songs. I know they, that was my issue. That was my when, when my he question. got he gets sent to pre- he comes out of prison at the start. Yeah. James Belushi's character, yeah. Jake, he comes out of prison, and he. Uh, this is very much you, isn't it? This I, well, I've played Jake. Blues, <laughs> that's right. That's why I brought it up. This is all a uh, bit of a lesson from Blues yeah. Brothers on by you. But it's like. He's come out of prison and they go to the, the orphanage because he's promised he'd go and see the, the nun yeah. that brought them up. And the place is going to be closed down. And the only way they think they can get the money to save the orphanage is by putting the band back together. Yeah. And so the band have all split up and got different jobs. Which is now a great phrase everyone <coughs> yeah. talks about when they got yeah, we're putting a reunion, the band back together. Yeah, let's put the band back together. And that's why, you know, Matt Guitar Murphy has settled down with Aretha Franklin and... Uh, set up a soul food restaurant in Harlem. Uh, Murph and the Magic Tones are playing in uh, like some cheesy hotel. Um, Mr. Fabulous on the horn is working as a maitre d' and they, they've all got these proper jobs and then they go and get the band back together and then they, they get ah, the money. Well, that reminds me of... Okay, that's a, that's a plot, Nick. Well, that's not a plot, Nick. The, 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 when I was, I was quite into the Muppets film in 2010. Mm. Did, you ever, did you ever see it? Mm. Yeah. Um, actually, brilliant music by the um, Brett, Concords, Brett, 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 Brett the Concords guys, <laughs> um, and that whole the songs are not great, but the original songs are brilliant. And um, but that whole thing is is a, sort yeah, of a, yeah. a hash of that, isn't it? Yeah, to go around a, and get the band back. Yeah, it's a yeah. classic, classic plot. Brilliant. Yeah, it's great. But it's, and that it's probably that having watched the Blues Brothers when I was very young, my brother had it on video, and I remember watching it. And uh, it was it was so good, and it just the music shone out mm. for me, and that, that that's where I got my soul roots. Probably was. You wanted to be James Belushi. You wanted to be James Belushi. Of course. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go back to the song. Otis Redding, clearly, clearly an icon from that era. Um, I'm just, 
I'm just doing this. Sure, right. I know. <laughs> I know. Ooh, is it better? Is it? Could it be? Do you know, it's not one of the songs I thought you were going to talk about. Actually, I'm quite. I'm, this is surprising a bit, but actually, no, it's a good song. Yeah, and it is better. Diff, completely different style, different genre. Yeah. Uh, you know, different kind of performance. Uh, musically different. Um, again, Stay Another Day is a good written, well-produced song. It's a good song. And it, there were a lot of songs that it is much better than about yeah. leaving. And this is the, but, I think that, but, but that's the point of the game. We've yeah. got to find better songs. And there are a lot of very good songs yeah. about leaving. And that's what makes it see, like, you know, I'm not... If you were talking... If you, I would say "Stay Another Day" is probably over the top fifty percent. Yeah, like it's in the it's in the top, let's say twenty five percent of songs about leaving. Maybe even higher. I think the problem also is if you if you are the song that's got you are the main song from an episode. We yeah. do. There's a chance you're going to get a shoe in. Yeah. Whereas if you bring it to the table, "Stay Another Day." If you brought that as a, a track that you want to discuss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, that you would could, be you could a kill lot it. Of songs. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's it's three nil. Three nil. Soz tone. Soz. Let's roll for you. Uno. Number one. I like the idea of one in Spanish. I'm doing one in Spanish. This song, actually, this is this is my soul roots. (laughs) Stop trying to nick. Stop trying to nick my line, man. This is my R and B roots. No, it's not. (laughs) Get your own roots. This is my soul heritage. Highlights. (laughs) Um, This is the. Imitable, Terry, <laughs> not Terry, Terence. Terry Cougar. Terence, Trent Darby with If You Let Me Stay. Okay, songs that you have to listen to again. I, I, put, I keep putting this on again and again. Cause I, again, this song... Um, as I just mentioned off off air, this this came to me yesterday of songs about leaving. I thought, of course, of course, if you let me stay. Obviously, he's he sort of pleading with yeah, her yeah. Um, to let him stay, and he says, "Haven't been good for the both of us, and I've caused you a lot of grief." But put those bags down, okay? So she's leaving. Please don't he, leave. Please don't I'm leave. Begging you, I'm begging you now to leave. And this, and it kind of it's got quite an old sort of feel yeah, to this yeah. song, isn't it? Again, sort of soul root style. This, it's got that kind of energy of the song. And it kind of kicks, it kicks in, and it's, it's kicking, it's running straight away. The whole song, um, Otis Redding, Terence Trent Darby, I would say equally. His vocals are ast- outstanding. Very different, vo- very mm. different vocal, but he's got that grit to it. I, yeah. I call it guttural, but no, that, yeah, but it, it, it's, it's kind of raw and it yeah. feels natural. Yeah. And I think his voice is so, it's so um, original. Ter- Terence Trent Darby as well does. Does soft, real soft songs. Mm. Where his voice changes when he does soft songs. So when he did Delicate with Desiree. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Desiree, I like it. Uh, Emphasis on Ray. Yeah. Not Desiree. Desiree. <laughs> Desiree. Um, it's funny you should bring, bring in uh, Terence, our Terence. I bought this album uh, that's from Introducing yeah. the Hardline yeah. by TTD. Um, I bought this album when it came out. Uh, it was like arguably one of the first albums I bought. I I bought Madness albums before, but we're talking like yeah, yeah. It was one of the first ones that I actually went out with my own money. Yeah, and bought. Yeah, um, I'm I'm not going to sit here and try and pretend it was the first because that no, would no, make no. me very cool. It was the first no. one was probably something awful. In fact, it might have been five star. But Soul Roots. But <laughs> 
but I bought this album and listened to it uh, all the time. It's a, it's a great album. This is a great song. I remember seeing him on Top of the Pops and just being absolutely blown oh, away. Oh, and he was so cool, but, wasn't uh, yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He was so really, cool, really so good cool. looking, cool hair. And weirdly, you say you listen to this a lot. Yeah. Uh, about three or four months ago, I listen to music when I'm riding to and from yeah. work and I've got it's like a half an hour ride. And I was listening to this for about two weeks, the whole really? album, just listening to it and just loving it again because I hadn't yeah. listened to it for ages. It's got so many good songs. It's got it. so many. I mean, this is the first. This was the first <coughs> song off the off the album mentioned. Yeah. Um, but it's great melody. Yeah, it's such a great chorus, and then the kind of response from the backing vocalist. You know, um, I'll say what I should have said. I mean, it's just brilliant. And it's like what you said about the classic it, it, sound to it. I think that's one of the things, Soul Roots, that drew mm. me to it is that it's like it sounds old yeah. and when he was on top of the pops he had the old mic yeah. he had that old yeah. kind of uh, you know when everyone goes off and does the yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty Pello did his yeah. kind of <laughs> his kind of lounge singer out <laughs> everyone and yeah. it's always on the bloody mm-hmm. fo- uh, the, the album cover but he was singing with one of those and he does holding the by the river that's yeah, a, wet, a wet song really yeah, like, and he yeah. does the splits with it and mm. he's like just bang, and it, like the whole thing it is when in the eighties, when you've got all this kind of pop, and then this comes in, which is an absolute throwback done in a modern style. It's, it's I was going to say because no, no one at that point was really doing that kind no, of sort of, um, like I say, it's pretty old, old sort of school kind of soul. Not really funk, but kind of it was just old. It was really it was fe- it felt very authentic as well. Yeah, yeah. And he came fully formed, didn't he? Yeah. Because also there's Mr. Bang, wasn't he? he sort of, there was rumours. Well. Talk that he was sort of grew up in New York or was mm. living in Britain or yeah, and he's yeah. got a European vibe to him. Now I think he moved from I think he lived in Switzerland, now he's in Italy or Yeah. And he's kind of tra- he's transatlantic as well. And also a mystery, because also now he's changed his name, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's sort of disowned. I think he was famous said Ten Shrunk Army, isn't it? He's now well, dead. I'm sure I've told you the story. He's a classic one. Uh, so um, can I just say his name? Because I, I I say it differently every time. Fernando Francesco Matreya. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, <clears throat> but great, so, um, great song. Okay, so the Wishing Well was a song that kind of yeah, like, sign, you, sign, sign your name. name. It's clearly the song. Uh, was m- uh, uh, Never turn my back on you yep. on that album. Um, Dance uh, Rain, Sister. Dance Little Sister. Yeah. That, that's got a brilliant start. And he goes, "Get up out of your rocking chair, Grandma!" Screams it into the microphone and goes, "Or rather, would you care to dance, Grandmother?" Not quite. Not quite. I've got to be honest. When style. But I didn't mind him first time out. I wasn't. I mean, again, I, I really respected him. I thought, he, yeah. you know, I thought it was great, but not wasn't really my. You know, I think nine eighty seven wasn't really listening to that sort yeah. of music. But it, was, I, it, was it was always on primary. It was primary. Yeah, I was. It was, on top, it was on top of the pops, and then yeah. I sort of knew he was around. Then I heard of him again years later when I was at sixth form, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and the Vibrator album. I remember I was going to yeah, yeah. girl, and we listened to it nonstop. And, it's, and I listened to it again today. I was doing the washing up, and it was br- that's a great yeah. album. Holding on to you, fantastic song. Yeah, um, he sort of cut his hair off, didn't he, and then sort of dyed it blonde. Yeah, um, and he was, and again, still still handsome. It's a shame he didn't do much more, like than. But then I suppose it's another, it's one of those ones. If he'd have done more, would it have been. Oh, it's the Cliff Richard uh, Snow, wouldn't it? He kept going, going. Would have would have just kind of you know you can do too much. Like I know, out there, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who are going to kill me for this, mm. but Coldplay, yeah, it, you know, for me, I don't know. They've gone on to, <laughs> I don't, I don't wish them dead, but they, you know, there's uh, uh, Parachutes is a good album. Russia Blast, Blood, Blood yeah. to the Head is the seminal album. Mm-hmm. 
after that, I'm not that. I fast. don't know. I think they've <clears> kind of. They've just I, sort I of think, moved I with think the they times. kind of they kind of get a rough deal with Coldplay because I think they're really good songwriters and I, I love good. the fact they all split it <clears> equally. It's, it's very yeah. sort of they don't, no one's kind of clearly we have got Chris Martin and is the main man, but they all kind of take an equal share of the royalties. And I think yeah. it's really it's really kind of fair. And I think yeah, and actually no, also I think his music musically he's, even the dance stuff they've done, which I think they had to kind of go down a different route. Yeah, um, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's all right. In the great scheme of things, it's all right. But I think if you're a songwriter <laughs> or a musician, you want to keep like, making music. You you are, you do it or you do it low key and off the ra- radar where you do Not it for just the sake of it. Not if I don't know if he's still doing music. That's the thing. Exactly. Is he, but is he doing it because he's fell out of love with it, or is he just thinks there's no need? He's a mystery. Who knows? But what he's put out is phenomenal. It's really good. And he's always going to really remember good. for what is phenomenal, <laughs> and not for some dodgy song that people don't like that much. That's it's, what. It's a phenomenal. That's what I mean. He's a phenomenon. Right. So, what do you reckon? Is that a song? If you should let me stay better. It's a tough one, but definitely it's a hundred percent a better song. <laughs> Okay, 4-0. Four, four four nil. Nil. Right, last one, Jim. I'm going to roll for you for the last time. You ready? Yeah. Fumf. Fumf. Five. Largest number of repetitions in a song. Bill Withers, Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. It's not warm when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone, and she's always gone to Okay, Bill Withers, known for two things, really. The longest held note in a song in Lovely Day, when he goes on for about a minute. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Um, thankfully. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully for everybody. Um, and uh, for me, the other thing is that this song where... At the end, he just goes, I know, I know, I know, I know. And apparently they just... Apparently, apparently he knows. Apparently he knows. But he put that in and they were going to re-record it. And then the musicians in the studio went, actually, that sounds good, so leave it in. Uh, it was going to be another verse, but they just oh, said, okay. we just need you, because we need the length, just sing it. So he just sang, I know, I know, I know, all the way through. But this, uh, about leaving, she's gone. Yeah. The girl's left. There ain't no sunshine anymore. For me, this is uh, like... I find this song quite heartbreaking, actually. It and is, I, think, yeah. I think the sentiment behind it is, like, if you think about the the fact that the sun, without wanting to turn all hippie on everybody, but the, the fact that the sun gives life mm. to the earth and everything, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the sun, and now that she's gone, there ain't no sunshine anymore. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like on, it, it hits on that level. I think his voice is beautiful. Yeah. He's got an amazing... Uh, amazing voice and it like yeah just the the level that he he, he sings at is is such a high quality um also so, i like the pace of this song like i said yeah it's kind of the, the sort of the it's melancholic but i think the sort of the pace in the song it's just kind of it it takes its time there's, there's space between mm. each of the verses i think you said that a while ago gene pitney song just they don't it's not rushing it yeah um it's got just a lovely sort of steady kind of beat behind it and it's it's a really simple i'm not saying playing a human Recorded, obviously, on, uh, online, him playing live this song. Yeah. It's just so relaxed. And it's like the, the lyric, every time she goes away. So what I quite like about this as well, it's not about someone who's leaving forever. Yeah. But it's like how bad he feels when... Every time she does she go. goes. Yeah, like yeah. I say, if she leaves for a bit, this is how he fe- This yeah. is how low he feels. And it's like a real... It's a, For me, it's a slightly different take on a love song. It is, yeah. And, but and it's that, also that got, kind of works with it. It's also got echoes of kind of like... Um, 
a really old kind of like um, an old song, like a mm. sort of I don't know, like a prayer or kind of yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I don't know, an old song we used to sing like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it sort of feels very sort of rich. Historically, it feels yeah. quite rich. Um, I think it was quite simple. But yeah. yeah, simple's good. Simple's good. Yeah. Um, God. Bill uh, Withers. Yeah, Bill Withers. I mean, I don't know what more to say about this. No. The song speaks for itself, really. It's such a it's such a timeless uh, classic. If we look, I did make some. I like he sort of he sort of changes the style, doesn't he? Towards the end, when he kind of goes, he kind of goes up a, a sort of a, his voice kind of goes up higher. Yeah. Um, um, it's just it, like I I don't know. You, this is a great summertime song as well, even though it's not very summery. Because it's saying the sunshine ain't there, but it's just mm. it's that, it's like that easy listening, cool yeah. breeze, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's classic as well. So um, make it easy for you, Jim. It's it's a yes. It is better, which now c- concludes the fact that it's five nil. <laughs> I think the theme helped us this week, though. The theme, yeah, is it definitely. Well, like, I think we, we <coughs> chatted, didn't we, about the fact that. Uh, there's a lot of songs about leaving. It's like saying a song about love. <laughs> because <laughs> you, know I mean? because you, could so argue, you could argue that all the songs that we've chosen, mm. we could probably find five better songs than each of those yeah. if yeah. we really tried. Yeah. Uh, well, if we, had a, if we had like a song, say, 24 Hours from Tulsa, I don't know, yeah. for example, I'm trying to find songs that feature time or a, yeah. a day or something. Or even if we did the same theme yeah. for either of these so- any of these songs, yeah, we could I, think find, we yeah. could, I think we could find five better songs. God, quite happily. Wow. I think the the, the theme is, uh, and and it's that kind of music is always subjective as well. Isn't it? Oh it the, yeah, this, this is all. It's only our opinion. It's only our opinion, and and in our opinion, stay another day is a good song anyway. So it's yeah. I mean, I I keep, I feel terrible because Terry Caldwell's the only person that's <laughs> apart from the guy from the Kinks, Dave, Dave Davis. Davis. Uh, hey, they're getting back together apparently. Wow. This is going to be great. If yeah, they if they, I mean, if they do, I guess they're going to gig. Not that. a wrestling match. Uh, it's go- it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get tickets. We're definitely going to get tickets, mate. Um, shall I tell you what other ones I have? Yeah, go so on. The ones that could have come up but didn't because of the dice. Uh, I had um, I had Shakespeare's Sister, Stay. Yeah. Good song from 1991. I know they've got recently got back together, but they've made a bit of new music. Um, yeah. Siobhan Fahey and Marcella. Um I had Hit the Road Jack. Yeah. By Ray uh, Charles. That, it's yeah. a brilliant Great song. Soul, um, soul Roots. Soul Roots. I had No 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 Goodbye yeah, Goodbye yeah. Banana Rama again linked to um, Shakespeare's St- sister. Still, still one of my favourites with that is the fact that the uh, TV presenter on uh, ITV, the ITV News, was Nina Nana, mm. uh, which I always thought she should have finished off. Yeah. Nina Nana, <laughs> hey, 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 goodbye. Um, she's leaving home the Beatles? Yeah, had that, yeah. I tell you what, for this, if num- my, this number had come up, I think it's a, it's a great song. David Bowie, Lazarus. Oh, the yeah. The last song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just after he died. Um, poignant. Very poignant, yeah. So there, there are the songs that I have. What did you have, Jim? Uh, I had Leaving on a Jet Plane. John Denver. Bit of Denver, Mama yeah. Cass. Yeah. Um, uh, that was good. I, too, had Nana, Nina Nana. Nina Nana. Reporting. <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald, Every Time We Say Goodbye. My wife's had mentioned Ooh. that one, and that's a really, really good song. Um that yeah, that's uh, that's got to be one of his 
top 10% so yeah, he's oh, written yeah, yeah. in there uh, one for you don't you forget about me Simple Minds don't from the Breakfast Club forget about me oh, hey, God. hey 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 uh, one that I, I uh, was hoping came up but it didn't is uh, Paul Simon 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover I heard that again recently yeah that's a really good it's a great song I love the way that yeah. he, 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 get on the back Jack <laughs> get the goods girls it's a uh, like I like the fact that there's two songs in one. I, I love it when a song does that. It kind of he's mental. Yeah, song, no, he? he's completely bonkeroonie. Well, they both were, weren't mm. they? Um, uh, what else? Did they, uh, oh, um, I had, uh, glad, didn't make it into my ones, but Gladys Knight and the Pips, uh, Midnight Last Train, train to, to Georgia. Georgia. Midnight Train to Georgia. Oh, and yeah. that's, a, that's another dirty song. That's brilliant. Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton. Oh, oh I couldn't bring that. It's a bit too sad. Yeah. Um, Tom Jones, Greens and Grass. Dolly Parton, Jolene. Yeah, or um, uh, uh, what was the other Dolly Parton one? Uh, <laughs> Rick Waller. <laughs> oh, well, of course. I didn't put that down. I was going to actually put it here. Uh, Although Nat did say... Uh, <laughs> Waller. Nat, Nat said Whitney Houston, but I said surely the seminal song for that is uh, is Rick Waller and, and the I eyes closed. Yeah. Manda! Uh, which... Uh, <laughs> Is I love Rick Waller. Well, yeah, I like Rick Waller as well. <laughs> it's all right. Maybe it? we should get him on on the. Do you know what? That's not a bad idea. We'll, we'll get on to that listeners. We'll, we'll, we'll get on to that. We'll get on to um, Woolsey. Ferry across the Mersey. I was kind of thinking about putting uh, yeah. in there a bit of Jerry Marston. Yeah. Um, Super Trump, Goodbye Stranger. Spice Girls, Goodbye My Friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't, didn't fancy uh, that. James Blunt. <laughs> Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my lover. Um, but we also had some <coughs> other ideas from other people who contributed on uh, the social medias. So we had... So some people are actually paying attention. We did. We had on Twitter, Tez Mond Tutu. Oh, uh, Tez. Ramble On by Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tasha on Instagram said Someone to Love by Queen. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad. Not bad shout. Um, Peter Blockhead, 89. Don't Leave Me This Way. Yeah, I thought of that one. That was a good the one. Communards. Communards. Good effort. The bloke's a vicar now, isn't he? He is. Richard, yeah. um, I don't follow him on Twitter, actually. Richard. Yeah. He's in Northamptonshire in Findon. Um, yeah. Fr- friend of the show, Paul Lagadet. Paul Lagadet. He said, Candle in the Wind. I said, which version? Do you want Do you want the Lady Di version? Or do you want the original? He said the original. Well, why wouldn't he? <laughs> why not? Um, Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. But we'd had that in another one and you, you poo-pooed yeah. it in another. I did, did poo-poo it. Um, Wow, that was t- that, well. It wasn't tough. It was, t- it was tough. It was tough to <laughs> deliver was, the verdict to five nil. It was tough to deliver that verdict on a song that I like. Yeah, because it, that's the the result doesn't reflect the the game. No, I don't think the result doesn't reflect the performance. No, shall we no, say? no, no. Um, but I th- like that was a fun one. I really like that. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of. Um, it's good to have some kind of good meat behind it. Yeah, and I there were know. a lot of songs that, that I, there were a lot of songs that I really like in that. That I, that I was picking a lot of songs that I really enjoy listening yeah. to, and that make that's that always makes it. Fun. Wait, like sometimes we have a theme, and I'm scrabbling around <laughs> trying to f- <laughs> quick Google search, <laughs> <laughs> trawling the internet to find songs. Going, do I remember that one? <laughs> I, another one that I um, uh, I had to look this one up because yeah. I um, couldn't find it. Was that Goodbye Blackberry Lane? I know. Uh, uh, I always used to think they were singing pe- Penny Lane. That's our sixth. Very yeah, 60s, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I did have it on my phone. Uh, the move. Bla- oh, the Ber- move. Blackberry Way. Oh, okay. Goodbye, Blackberry Way. But it's like it's a real. It's quite Beatlesy in it. It's it's 
it's a bit of a Beatles rip yeah, off, yeah, but yeah, of course. Um, it's just like strawberry strawberry fields and Penny Lane all rolled into one. Wow, the, for, the formula works. Mm. Um, all right, good. So next episode, well, we'll have a look. Got Thinking think, Caps. So I've I've got a hankering to do uh, key change. Ooh, song, best key change. Songs with best key changes. Um. Well, if we're going to do that, we've got to do Rip Waller's I Will Always Love You. <laughs> I Will Always Love You. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, a, the, that's a difficult one, I think, because that's listening. You've got, you can't remember the key changes no, you've got to listen no, to. No, that's true. Um, but that, that might be a good one. Uh, or we'll, we'll, But we'll see. If anyone yeah. on uh, Twinstagram... Yeah, Twinstagram or, or whatever, can, or email us at fivebetterpodcast.gmail.com, you can let us know. Yeah, at Podcast, Give yeah. us a shout, and if you've got anything that you want to hear us crap on about for an hour, that'd be good. And if you are listening, thank you very much. Uh, Indeed. Um, both of you. <laughs> Jenny Kay. And Tesman, Tesman, Tutu, Tesman, Tutu, and, and Paul, Paul, friend of the show, Paul Legadek. Oh yeah, and Terry Colwell, if you if you've not now <laughs> sent out hit squads, kill us. Sorry, um, that's good. That's good. Yeah, right. that was good. I enjoyed that tonight. And uh, well, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Five better, five better, five better podcast. <laughs>